If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. We are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. I've got a big question for you, Colleen, and it's something that is brought up probably often in the teacher's lounge. Probably. What do you got? Okay. So the big question is, how does a teacher become a leader? Well, think about how we became a leader. And and I let me tell you first, I've had this conversation um, with many people over the years. And I think that Mm -hmm. actually my story is very similar to what happens to a lot of other people. And that's they get invited. Somebody, yes. somebody notices somebody, whatever, and says, you know, you're working alongside someone else who's in leadership and they say, hey, have you ever thought about, or you know what, maybe you need to be the department chair, or maybe you need to head up, you know, you're going to, we're going to put you in charge of, you know, such and such. And then from there, um, you know, as you exhibit more and more leadership skills or enjoy the responsibility piece or, you know, whatever the case may be, um, I think we get invited into leadership. It happens Mm -hmm. a lot. Well, I think it's true, especially because strong teachers who are natural leaders, they don't know that they have it in them. Like we're just, you're just in the grind as a teacher and you might be thinking a little bit broader than your classroom or coming up with innovative ideas, but that doesn't mean that you recognize that in yourself or recognize you know, we have to tap each other's shoulders and because mm-hmm. otherwise we wouldn't have anyone leading schools because if if someone's going into leadership because they feel like it's what they're supposed to do or it's um, it, then it's the wrong people in leadership, I think. I mean, that's a philosophical answer. But if you if you feel like it like being a teacher isn't good enough or or whatever, I don't I don't think you're going to be a great leader of a school. So I think um, sometimes we have the wrong people jumping up into leadership seats. The work's just too hard to be in it for the glory. Oh, there's, there's so much, much glory. It's a lot of oh, work. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. So I, I have a, I have a couple of questions that are popping into my head right now. Well, mm-hmm. um, the first question that popped into my head was why, why did this come up as a question? Were you, did somebody ask you this question recently or were you thinking about yeah. your own situation? What was that? Right. So um, Shannon Murphy, who ah. is a principal in the Diocese of Kalamazoo, asked me this question. 
because, you know, a couple of things kind of pop up when people talk about this in the public school setting. Um, it's a, it might be a different answer. And then when it comes up in the Catholic school setting, I think a lot of our answer is about answering, uh, to the call. We talked about that in, um, in Catholic schools week when we were talking about vocations Mm -hmm. and that when you're called to a role, you answer, that's what we were meant to do through discernment. But I just think teachers don't always see it in themselves and, you know, it's somewhere along the way. And I think this is where I was antsy and didn't realize I was antsy when I started realizing, well, I would do it differently. Ah. And I think I'm, I think I felt this way as a mm-hmm. kid watching my teachers. Like if I was a teacher, I would yeah. do it differently. And then as a teacher, I started thinking like, well, if I was in charge, I would be doing it differently. And I don't think I really saw that connection until, like you said, people start tapping your shoulder and saying, hey, I think you could probably do this. Yeah, that's interesting. And one of the things that um, I would say I see happen a lot is that principals, when they're thinking about, hmm, who am I going to groom to be, you know, the assistant principal or to be a department (laughs) chair or, you know, whatever the case is, that Mm -hmm. sometimes we look to the best teacher and we tap that person and say, mm, I think you'd be a good leader. And Jill, I totally disagree with that. What I have learned over mm. the years is that the best teachers need to be influential teachers. So being a department chair, definitely. Please don't pull your best teachers out of the classroom, though. And I know... What, what? What? Oh, you're going to disagree with I'm me. Disagree with <laughs> keep going. And then I, I disagree, but keep going. Sorry. I noticed that there are people who, who do think differently and, and think bigger picture and are more conceptual and they, um, maybe sometimes miss some of the, the details of, of the day to day, or, you know, don't notice certain things because they're thinking outside of the box. or they're trying to, you know, adjust in, in different ways. And those I think your leaders are your big thinkers. That's what I think. Those are the people that you groom for leadership. Okay. So, but, okay. The perfect storm is a big thinker who's also a successful teacher. And I know it's not good to pull a strong teacher out of a classroom unless that principal's responsibility is to lead the instruction of the building. And I guess my bias, my my angle here is that I've been working with small, thriving Catholic schools mm-hmm. these last few years. And in a small school, in a micro school is what we coined the term, uh, Dr. Kevin Baxter and I coined it a Catholic micro school would be a, a purposeful small school. And if you are small by design, your principal is the instructional leader. There's no instructional coach. There's no assistant principal. There's no curriculum director. It is that the principal is the one co-teaching some classes and really understands the instructional model of the building. So if you are in a small Catholic school, you might be also a teacher. You might be a teacher and a principal at the same time. That might have to be sustainable for your budget for a while or forever. Small Catholic schools are doing this all the time. But I think um, if you are, have you, okay, Colleen, you've had a principal though in your time. You've had a principal who had no idea what a good teacher is like. And that is so frustrating to parents. It's so frustrating to um students to teachers, like if the principal isn't a strong teacher themselves, if they don't have any street cred, then they're, it's really hard to lead the school. Oh, I've, yes, I've encountered many. Um, Sometimes they were my bosses. Sometimes they were, you know, just colleagues in the field or whatever, but they um, did not have the experience to understand how to operate a classroom effectively. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's not a good situation. So then what's that right balance? So I, you know, so I professionally disagree. So I do think that a strong teacher should become the principal, but the prop, because then they can coach, they can hire and coach strong teachers and support them. They can build up their, their teachers they, correctly. Okay. So they do have to have done the work. I would, I'm never, I would never say pull somebody with, um, a, you know, just who just has a strong leadership background to be in charge of something. No, no, no. They have to have walked the journey of the teacher to be able to mm-hmm. effectively work with a teacher and, and to understand what, mm-hmm. you know, what it's all about in the classroom. Um, so yes, we can, we can definitely agree on that, but I've also seen where the best teacher comes out of the classroom and then only knows that particular grade level or only knows, you know, er your early childhood Mm -hmm. and, and can't translate to the bigger picture. Yeah. Or they love to be in front of kids, but they hate standing in front of adults, which are many teachers. Many teachers are like that. Completely can rock in front of like third graders. And then you get them in front of a crowd of adults and the types of pressures are different. The types of responsibilities are so different that it's really hard to, um, to do. Jill, it. absolutely. And, you know, I, I in professional development. So when I'm doing professional development with people, you know, I'll always be like, oh, hey, can you like, why don't you just jump in here with me? Or, hey, do you want to co-present? And they're like, in front of adults, in front of other teachers. Yeah, what? Right. And I'm like, oh my right. gosh! Like you have so much to offer, you don't even realize. But um, they need you. Yeah, yeah, they yeah need that's you. true. That's true. That scary thing of presenting in front of teachers. Yeah, I mean, they rock stars in in front of a classroom, and then in front of teachers can be a real struggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And so I think the overall message here is that if you feel like you, if you start to feel like as a teacher, "Mm, I think I would do this differently. Or if I was in charge of this committee, or I was in charge of this professional development, or or if I was in charge of the school, I would do it differently. If you're even thinking in that way, that doesn't mean you only become the principal. It could be like my pathway was teacher to assistant superintendent to national leader, now leading a school. So it it went all over the place. It doesn't necessarily just mean teacher to principal. So yeah, I skipped that assistant principal thing. Someday, maybe I'll go back, do that. (laughs) Well, Jill, there is the bell. That's the bell. That's the bell. It reminds me, I feel like we're on a sports show where they like the buzzer goes off and we all argued about which player like had the best (laughs) game. So I really appreciate that out of you, Colleen. Thanks for this energy boost because uh, we love exploring ideas, affirming everyone's efforts. Keep the suggestions coming in. Tune into our next episode as we talk more about great ideas from fellow teachers. We'll see you next time.